Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Carrie Underwood is moving out of Vegas, and Miranda Lambert is packing up her dogs and moving in. So this will be Miranda Lambert's first Las Vegas residency. It'll be at Planet Hollywood, and she'll be there from this month until April. So oh, not nice. like years long, but yeah. definitely a nice little stint. She says she's been on a bus going from point A to point B ever since she was 18. So she's excited to stay in one place for a while and actually allow herself to get used to it. You know, it must be nice as an artist that does tour a lot to be like, okay, oh, I like that coffee shop down there and I get to go again tomorrow. Uh And okay, now I know where the grocery store is at. And now I know, you know, I've got my bearings and I get to stay here for six months in Vegas. How fun. That's what I love about Vegas. The coffee shops. Right. You know, in the grocery stores. You know stores. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I do wonder because I know that a lot of them live on or in those hotels yeah. downtown. But I wonder if some of them choose to live outside of like the touristy you know, oh, yeah. the strip. I could totally see if an artist was renting out a house in Vegas for like six months or even just bought a little house in Vegas just for the time being. It probably depends on the artist. Like Luke Bryan, he's staying in the hotel. Yes. You know what I mean? He's there. Uh, I'm thinking Carrie Underwood probably staying in the hotel. Miranda, she's she's a country girl. I don't know if you can... And she's she's got got a ton of dogs. She's got her three rescue dogs just (laughs) in the bus on the way there. So I can only imagine how many are going to meet her there later on. But the show is going to be called Velvet Rodeo. It begins a week from today. And having a Vegas residency or just a residency anywhere really allows for a bigger wilder production and shows because it simply doesn't come down and move to a different city. Like, yeah. everything's there. So if you'll remember Carrie Underwood, she had a um, a truck that she had on stage with her in Vegas every night that she lit on fire. Yeah. Didn't her stage rain, too? Her stage did a lot of things. Yeah. Which is so cool because they're set up for those massive performances. And Miranda's really excited that now she gets to do that rather than you know, amphitheater shows, they can kind of be the same every time. Yeah, yeah. So I think this would be a lot of fun for her. I think so, too. She says there's going to be more pyro, more fringe, more rhinestones, and more fun. Let's go. And I can't think of anything more Miranda than fringe and pyro. Right? Right. Kerosene and fringies Yeah, gunpowder and lead. Wind it up. <laughs> you can see more on the Facebook page. Remy and Casey. We have Luke Combs tickets to give out right now. <laughs> Way to steal their attention. Did I grab your attention? Okay. So it's a Luke Combs free ticket Friday. We're not supposed to give these away in the six o'clock hour, but we say nay. We like to reward the no sleep nation, those that are alive early in the morning. So I asked Casey to trust me on this. Yeah, I don't know what you're about to say. So we're going to play a little game. It's called Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, or Luke Skywalker. I don't know much about one of those Lukes. It's the only famous Lukes I could find. The question is, while falling off stage is common for a couple of these Lukes, this Luke suffered something worse. This Luke had his hand chopped off by his father. Mm. Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, or Luke Skywalker? Give us a call. 314-954-9230. If you think you know the answer, do you know it, Casey? Here's the thing. I've only seen one of these Lukes perform in true life. So, I don't know. You've never seen one Luke with a lightsaber, though. Today, for our Luke Combs free ticket Friday, we're playing Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, 
or Luke Skywalker. 92.3, hello, who's this? Uh, Jamie. Jamie. While falling off stage is common for a couple of these Lukes, this Luke suffered something worse. This Luke had his hand chopped off by his father. Which Luke are we talking about? I'm going to go with Luke Skywalker. And she's right. Let's go. <laughs> you got yourself some Luke Combs tickets. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I just bought three yesterday, too, but that's okay. That's awesome. Well, you got a little bit more to, the, uh, to add to the pile. I still think it'd be cool if Luke Combs came out on stage and did a little lightsaber routine. I mean, you know we I mean? should tell him that when he gets here. Yes, I will. Thank you. Lace him up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Cards lost to the Reds last night, 3-2. to two. It was pretty uneventful. Really? Uh, they had a couple opportunities to take the lead, and they had a couple opportunities to win, but they did not. They took on the Reds again tonight. First pitch at 7.15. Postseason tickets go on sale at 2 o'clock this afternoon. The first three games of the NLDS and the wild card game will be on sale this afternoon. So, again, that's 2 o'clock if you want any postseason tickets. This is your warning. And the Chiefs beat the Chargers last night, 27-24. to 24. It was a good game. They've got a nice jump on the season now, 2-0. Red zone interception by rookie quarterback Jalen Watson was the turning point in the game. And it was super exciting to see. This immediately explains why my boyfriend didn't come home from watching the game until super late. Yeah, because it was in the, I believe it was in the fourth quarter when that happened. I, I was already in bed. Yep, that makes a lot <laughs> more sense. <laughs> And finally, Casey, is there a country artist or someone that you look up to that you would pay for like a jersey or like a dress that was performed in or something like that? I think of Taylor Swift. Um, Yeah, Taylor's a good example. I'll give you that. Um, Well, some rich person just coughed up an unprecedented amount of money to purchase a rare Michael Jordan jersey. This is from the 1998 season, uh, the one that he wore during game one of the 1998 NBA Finals. It went up for auction, $10 million. I can't imagine having $1 million just to spend willy-nilly, but $10 million on a jersey. I mean, it is big jersey. It is Michael Jordan. It is in the 98 Man. season. I mean... I totally get that it's super expensive, but I can't imagine being at an auction or getting online and saying 10 mil. Yeah. Grab the card. It set a bunch of records, and I don't know that there's always this controversy or this uh, question of who's better, LeBron, who's the GOAT, LeBron Mm -hmm. or Michael Jordan? Yeah. And LeBron, I don't think he's had a jersey sell for $10 million, so. Not yet. That says something. Guy's still in the game, though, right? That's no, true. He yes, gone? he is. He is still in the game. We were just talking about him working out on the yacht the other day. Hey, they can still be working out. <laughs> this comes from Michael Jordan, who can't sell his house. It's been on the market for 10 years. Really? But he can sell a jersey for $10 million. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Nick Cannon. The guy is blowing through a lot of money on child support. (laughs) And let me be clear, I am not knocking child support here. It's also very necessary for him because Nick Cannon just welcomed his ninth child. That's a lot of babies. You have two. That's a lot of babies, too. (laughs) That's a lot. I mean, keep in mind, they're not all like living in his house and... Yeah. In his face, I guess, the way that yours can be. But 
at first glance, as somebody who doesn't have any kids of their own, it was my first initial thought that like, oh, wow, that's pretty expensive and time consuming. But I mean, if you want like a ton of children, if you want like a really big family for yourself, like, okay, whatever. Guy's got a lot of money. So I didn't really think anything of it. But then you start to think about it. And the thing is, who cares if someone has a bunch of kids? Those kids care because then most of them are most likely going to feel someday that their dad wasn't around, wasn't around enough, Mm -hmm. wasn't around for more important things, or maybe is picking favorites because number two could be having a graduation. Why didn't dad show up? Well, number 11 just took his first steps. Number 13 is being born next week. Oh, have you mentioned the Grammys are coming up? Yeah. He's got to miss some stuff for that too. He's going to miss birthdays. He's going to miss first steps and things. And I think that's really unfair for nine kids who didn't ask to have a famous playboy of a father because there are also nine baby mothers. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Like my my grandparents came from huge families. Sure. My my uh, my dad's mother, that side of my family, had, she had nine brothers and sisters, and that was totally normal. Yes. Two parents. That's it. Yes. You know what I mean? I I think that that's the biggest thing is that it's unfair to the kids. Because he's kind of spreading his himself thin as a father at this point. Spreading himself far too thin. And the thought is like, oh, but he has enough money. He can just, you know, make up for it that way. But I think I don't, you know, there's going to be issues with that along the li- down the line. Yeah. You know that nine mothers of babies are not going to be getting along when it comes to like, he needs to be here for this or I need him for this. Or now someone so is going to court because he's not paying for this, which he said he might. I don't know. Yeah. However, what we do know is that there are nine babies right now, but number 10 and 11 are both on the way. Yeah. That's, oh my gosh. I just, I can't even think about it. I know that he, he like spoke out and he said, He had this big statement. He said, in this moment of celebration and jubilee, I wish to mute any low vibrational frequencies and only rejoice the highest class of civilization who are truly aligned with our purpose here in this dimension. (laughs) What? I feel like if you speak above everybody like that. You think you're going to lose some of them? I guess. I guess. I don't know. He made another, he made a big long statement about how like, if you have an issue with him, then you just go ahead and keep praying for him and his kids to find peace with it all. Yeah. And I'm like... Keep it in your pants or something. <laughs> like, it's really not that hard. Maybe it'll all work out. I don't know. Maybe maybe he is like a pioneer to the next. I don't know. I, I did have a thought of, okay, maybe he buys like a giant compound in California. And that way, like every mom, every kid has its own space. But then they're just like sister wives. Yeah. And no one wants that. That's called an apartment complex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's a crazy story, but you can tell us what you think. Call us at 314-954-9230 at WIL. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. A huge congrats to Missouri drivers. It has now been confirmed. Y'all aggressive. Like, really aggressive. Another list. Forbes recently conducted a survey on road rage, and they included 5,000 drivers, 100 from every state. They scored each state across 10 factors, everything from honking, yelling, offensive hand gestures, all the way to forcing another driver's car off the side of the road. 
and even shooting at them. Oh, my gosh. I want to know who did that in the survey. Yeah, for real. What the heck? Uh, in the end, the state with the most confrontational drivers is Utah. Utah? Odd. Wow, where I thought all the most gentle little blondes lived. Yeah, not the case. The state with the second most confrontational drivers, the show me state, Missouri. Mm. Well, you know what? That actually makes me feel a little okay. Cause like if I can do fine here, that means I must be able to do fine everywhere else driving. Anywhere, even New York. Right. I feel like New York was 45th on the list or something. Well, just imagine it's only Manhattan. That's probably that crazy. The rest yeah. of the state's probably really nice. I do have to agree with this. Just being on the roads in Missouri, I've had a guy pull up on the side of me, uh-huh. scrape my rearview mirror with his rearview mirror. That's how close he got. And then drove off laughing. I've also had people cut me off and then throw pennies at my car. Mm-hmm. What is this? Yeah. People throwing trash out their sunroof at me. Who does that? It's the, it's the wildest thing. I think the biggest thing here is lane ownership. There's some weird thing where the driver in any lane thinks that the whole lane is theirs. Like they take ownership of it. And if you need to get over or whatever, they will like pull up. You put your blinker on even like they'll pull up, not let you in. Oh yeah, they'll they'll play that game. Like what is that? I'm not, this is a real problem that I hope never affects my safety. But I've been known to like actually roll my window down and be like, hey, Sarah, I know you don't need to get ahead of me that bad. It's one car. Yeah. Um, Illinois is 40th on this list just for, you know, if we're playing opposites because that's usually how Illinois and Missouri are. But Illinois contains Chicago. And having lived in Chicago for three or four years, I will say I think Missouri drivers are more aggressive than, Ah. than drivers in Chicago. Yeah. Which is saying a lot. Yeah. It's a big city. But if you cut somebody off in Chicago, it's just like, whatever. Like, they don't care. Right. It just happens. Here, it's, it's a whole thing. Like, you're trying to hurt someone's feelings. It is a whole thing here. It's crazy. Uh, North Dakota all is the least confrontational state. Pennsylvania is second, followed by Michigan and Florida. A note to Missouri drivers. Just find a way to get your aggression out in other ways. You know, join a boxing gym or something. Go throw axes. I have left... At a target, not people. I have accidentally cut people off in St. Louis and left that feeling worse. They made me feel worse than breakups. Yeah, right? I mean that. Your heart's racing. The adrenaline's pumping. All right, we've got our contestants on the phone. Linda in St. Louis, Elizabeth in Union. Elizabeth, you were on the phone first. Casey, what is the game today? Today, we are going to play Jingle Fest Artist Trivia. So, Elizabeth, how many out of seven do you think Remy will get right? I'm going to say four. Okay. Four. Like okay. That. That's a good, that's a good uh, safe guess. Right in the middle, yeah. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. Seven questions all about this year's Jingle Fest artist. I'm going to give you a question. You're going to guess which artist it is. Okay. Number one. This artist gave up their dream of being a professional athlete when in college, they would skip early morning practices because they were attending writing rooms and late night showcases the night before. Ah. Did you say? Did you say a specific sport? No. Mm. I feel like this is Mitchell Tenpenny. It is. Do you know what sport? 
I mean, I feel like all country artists played baseball at one point. Football. Ah, football. I, okay. I got to look up what college he was going to, but he was a collegiate football player when he realized he was spending more time out late at writing sessions than he was actually going to practice. Yeah. Okay, one on the board. Two, this artist's least favorite job they've had was working a snow cone shop. Who was it? By the way, for listeners, all of our Jingle Fest artists include Mitchell Tenpenny, Lainey Wilson, Tyler Hubbard, and Chris Jansen. So those are your choices. This artist's least favorite job was the snow cone shop. Snow cone shop? Obviously, uh, Chris Jansen be popping him snow cones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! That's true. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, you're doing well. Two on the board. Number three, this artist has their TV debut this year. They recently showcased a new song that they wrote for the series. Who is it? Uh, Lainey Wilson. I'll give you no points, but tell me what show it is. Uh, I don't know. Yellowstone. Why do you keep acting like you don't know the answer? I'm just being Casey over here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Mark McGuire. This artist wrote Granger Smith's song, If the Boot Fits. Uh, I'm going to go back to Mitchell Tenpenny on this one. Oh, my gosh. He's on fire, and he did it. <laughs> he got he four right. He did it. I want to hear the other questions, though. Okay, we'll keep playing. Elizabeth does get her choice of prizes, though. Number five, this artist took a job impersonating Disney characters and singing at birthday parties to get their career rolling. Oh, my gosh. Tyler Hubbard, let's go. Dang it. I really wanted him to be a Disney princess. It was Lainey Wilson, but she uh, was a Hannah Montana impersonator, which I think is hilarious. They kind of look like. That is pretty funny. This artist's father was killed in a helicopter accident. Uh, Chris Jansen. No, 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 no. Sorry, it's Tyler Hubbard. Tyler Hubbard. There had to be one about him, unfortunately. Yeah. You want the last one? Yeah. This artist used to pour whiskey straight into beer bottles to take on stage while performing. So that no one knew. They were slinging whiskey and I don't know if Chris Jansen ever drank. I think he I think that's why he drinks so much Mountain Dew is because he quit drinking. I'm gonna say Chris Jansen. <laughs> Tyler Hubbard. Really? Weird, right? Wow, I did so good on the front. Maybe we shouldn't have done those other three questions. Either way, <laughs> Elizabeth, she gets her choice of prizes. Yeah, you want to go see uh, Luke Combs next year, or do you want to go to Jingle Fest? Your choice. Luke Combs, please. All Luke right, Combs, go to Luke Combs. Please. Linda, we got you the Jingle Fest tickets, and I don't know. I feel like I did really well on that. Yeah, I didn't. I tried to make those a little hard, too. Maybe I should get VIP passes to Jingle Fest or something. I, I think it's part of the job. <laughs> Remy and Casey. We were just talking about sneezing in the studio. This comes up often. What do you say to somebody when they sneeze or anything at all? You know, I don't know if this does come up often outside of like the conversations that we've had. Because normally it's just like someone sneezes. Yeah. It's bless you. Or not. Or not. <laughs> in the case of you, it is it is a not. And I'm like half and half, I feel like. But when someone sneezes, the number one response is, bless you or God bless you. 29% of people will say those things. The second most popular option is saying nothing, which is pretty awkward because it's just silent in the room. And I feel like, I don't know, if you grow up in a house with parents that say bless you or God bless you or whatever, whenever you sneeze, and then you meet somebody that doesn't say anything at all, it's just very weird. 
I don't so, know. So, okay, so here, we'll put it this way. Yeah. I grew up in a house where, like, you sneeze, no one's really saying anything. But also, I never really thought anything of it. So, did you, is it weird working with me now that when you sneeze, I kind of just, like, keep going about my business? <laughs> because I really don't think about it. A little bit, but at the same time, whenever I do choose to say it, I always say, God bless you. Because I can't bless anybody. I'm not God. I'm not going to bless you. Like, what, what kind of power you got? What is that other word people say? It's like a German word. Gesundheit. Ugh, it just yeah. sounds gross. I don't want to say that. Uh, yeah. So, and then there's the whole, like, do you say thank you after bless you? Right. Because what if I'm like, ach, ach, ach. <laughs> it's like, bless, bless, yeah. bless. So my wife says bless you after every single sneeze. And you know me. I sneeze a lot. For whatever reason, it's at least f- four or five times a morning. You're an allergy girl, you know? <laughs> but I just wonder if it's if it's like just a pass down thing or if you've got a phrase, whenever someone says I thank you. I want to say it's say, a pass. I want to say it's like a how you grow up kind of thing. Yeah. Because also my boyfriend grew up the opposite of me. And so just recently, I think I sneezed or he said, somebody said, bless you. And he was like, you know, you never say it. And you never thank me when I say bless you. And I was like, I I guess I don't. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's amazing how like those little tiny things, those little minute things in your day can make you think so much. I know. I'm sorry. I want you to be blessed. I do. I appreciate that. I'm maybe not going to say it. That's fine. Every time. I, I know you won't. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. When thinking of a new name for your scientific mission, don't let the internet decide what it should be called. A quick reminder that nobody on the internet is on your team. You remember when the internet named the $287 million polar research ship Bodie McBoatface? No, I don't. And I don't, well, I'm not a scientist. What do you mean? I know you're not a scientist. I'm saying that a, there's a, I guess they would be called a research laboratory or something like that. That is brainstorming a scientific probe mission to Uranus. So they said, let's let the internet decide what we should call this thing. Oh my gosh. An unofficial Twitter account promoting future missions told uh, to our solar system's ice giants, ice giant missions is what it's called on Twitter, requested suggesting ideas for what to name. The probe sent to Uranus. Suggestions include Bootylicious, Enema, Seymour Butts, and Mission Colonoscopy. So they knew what they were doing here is the thing. <laughs> they weren't just like, oh, the internet just picked our name. That's why it's Seymour Butts. It's like they they teed them up for that shot. Yeah. And it worked. I remember having a, a high school science teacher that would never say Uranus. He would always say Uranus. Oh, so did mine. Uranus. <laughs> and I'm like, we all, it's more awkward that you're avoiding it. Yeah. Uh, other suggestions include the acronym BUT which stands for Better Uranus Telemetry Tracking. And this one's just, I don't know, it's P-O-O-P, poop, short for Planetary Orbital Observation Probe. Well, I appreciate their creativity in yeah. this. I think it's fun that yeah, that's, they're trying to make it fun yeah. because whenever they name it after, I don't know, somebody's name who I don't know or some big word that I don't understand, I don't care. But the fact that they're about to name it, 
I don't know. Give me an option. Uh, honorable mentions include Deep Space Nine. Deep, yeah. Endoscopus. <laughs> Preparation H. Yes. See, that's hilarious. Procto One. <laughs> Ask the internet, they said. Love a scientist with a sense of humor. It'll be fun, they said. Nope. Just a bunch of booty jokes. Leave your suggestion on the Facebook page. I'm interested to see what the 92.3 WIL audience has to say about this. I can't imagine they thought they'd get any other type of response when we're talking about Uranus. Luke Combs free ticket Friday giveaway. Casey, we are playing. How does it go? Luke, Luke Combs, Luke, Luke Bryan, or Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, so you got to tell us which Luke it is. This Luke's estimated net worth according to the internet, which is always right, is about $160 million. Is it Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, or Luke Skywalker? Call us right now, 314-954-9230. According to the internet, is $160 million. Is it Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, or Luke Skywalker? Luke Skywalker. I'm sorry, that is not it. No way. That is not it. I'm so sorry. Uh, We're giving away tickets all day, so make sure to keep listening, okay? Thanks. Bye. What? Okay, next. Hi, who's this? This is Pete. Pete, where are you from? St. Louis, Bloody South City. Pete, this Luke's estimated net worth is $160 million. Is it Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, or Luke Skywalker? It's a close call between Skywalker and Bryan, but I'm going to have to go Luke Bryan. Love it, love it, love it. So you're going to see Luke Combs next year. Uh, The show is in June. We've got tickets for you, man. Yes, awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, buddy. You guys just made my day. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.